Hey Throng, this is Shantuan. I'd like to talk to you about helping SK out. The dude needs a lot of help. If you'd like to support the abomination, here's something that you can do that won't cost you a thing. First, go to skmorton.com. Second, click on the Amazon button on the home page. And third, shop as you normally would. You see, Amazon gives a portion of what you spend to the lousy podcast as a sort of finder's fee. It's that simple. It doesn't cost you a thing, so stop being cheap. Help a dude out. And by dude, I mean SK. So here it is again. First, go to skmorton.com. Second, click on the Amazon button on the home page. And third, shop as you normally would. Have a great day, Throng. And remember, shower. The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. Now with equal parts love for the city and disdain for humanity. Tonight, SK welcomes Craig Ferguson, D.L. Hughley, and Michael Ian Black. And now, he's not going to make everybody happy. He's not pizza. S.K. Morton. Pizza. You know, it, it has clapping at the end there, Squish. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> How many times have you, has he heard I this? I think we just had our glitch for this mission. Yeah, yeah, I hope. Squidge, can you stir the tanks? It always starts very miserable. It always starts like this yeah. until somebody kicks it up. Yeah. All right, first let me let me greet the adoring throng and welcome them to this abomination. It's SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast and another night in the bomb shelter. The throng. The throng. Hey, you know what? I think it's finally happening. I'm going through the change. Really? Yeah. What change? I've decided I'm just not going back to Bob's. I'm done with Bob's completely. 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 I'm not going back. The other side of your brain was by Bob's last night. And it was it didn't have enough donuts. The other side of your brain did not have a donut. Yeah. Because there was a line. Yeah. Of people giggling about how great it was to stand in line. Yeah. That that's actually only part of it. Also, you know, the last couple times we've gone by there haven't been any donuts on the shelves. Right. And I've noticed there was like two burnt apple fritters sitting on the rack. And there's like seven people behind the counter. Remember what it used to be? Maybe you'd see two. Two, yeah. Yeah. Now there's like seven of them. They have no interest in the people that are the want to give them money. Like KS is saying, they're standing in line. It has just lost anything that was good about it. It's compl- I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with done I hope with that it will come back around again, though. Well, the, the people who are ruining it, by their nature, are fickle. Yeah. And I'm hoping that in the next couple months... Somebody will wrap something else in bacon, and they'll all go there, and then Bob's will come back. I hope, but yeah. I'm, I'm not going to give it any. I'm not even going to look at it for another year. Forget it. I'm, I'm done with Bob's, especially since the place down the street's got good pollen on their little mustache yeah. and beards. <laughs> their, little, <laughs> their little Dirk Dastardly mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's my thing. But there's another place, uh, like on the next block, yeah. that can fill in. Oh, it's not, not donut wise. Oh. But there's an ice cream place uh, called Lush that's on the next block. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I you heard can, about you can, that. You can clap, a pl- audience member. Yeah, that's true. You could do both because they have Bob's Donut flavored 
gelato at the ice cream place. Well, maybe, I'll like maybe I'll give that a shot. Spot, uh, maybe I'll give that a spot. Spit spot. Maybe I'll give that a look. See. Like well, you know what? We should probably get the show going. We should. Okay, so let's first go around the room here with us, as almost always. I'm just gonna say our house band. House band. Our house band. I'm back. Antoine. You know, I've been president of music. That's right. Mariachi. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, director, uh, musical director. Yes. And I'm glad to be the house band. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I'm glad yeah. to be back. Yeah, glad to be nice. back. We, we, we're getting back to our roots. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. get back to the roots. Exactly. So what you're saying roots, is that man. your house band is the roots? <laughs> That's exactly right. I think that we might have a plagiarism problem. Shantuan Love. Shantuan. <laughs> he is wearing a bow tie. Shantuan? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and the so now we have, we have our newest member of the team. The newest. The baby. Yeah, there you go. Adequitulancy, he, he's baby. He's the sound engineer of utmost adequitulance, Squidge McSqueezy. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about that, Squidge? Mama, <laughs> he's picking on me. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right. Okay, whoop. No? Good? Happy? All right, we have a Coco host here tonight who is back. Is this your second time as Coco host? I think I did when it wasn't our food correspondent, but we had a food. Oh, yeah, hungry hippie, the hungry hippie, the hungry hippie. Yeah, yeah, I was there for that one. Renee, our hungry hippie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, technically, I'm always here. I just don't always speak. Right. Well, that's, I'm, I'm, are we letting you out today? Did right. The gamma rays take over. If I wasn't here, if I was physically removed, right, you would have an epileptic fit. <laughs> What with my being the other side of your brain. That's right. So yeah. this is the other side of our brain. The other side of my brain, KS Not Rom. Yeah. This is our last show in the bomb shelter for the season. Yep. Well, that was that was unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. The ne- the next show we'll be doing will actually be in two weeks. It's going to be a big reunion show. Our twentieth episode. Right. And we're going to do it here in the facilities of the bomb shelter, but we're going to find a little bit larger spot, and we're going to try to have everyone back that we've had this year. That's right. This season. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Okay, let's get the show started. Uh, um, Squidge, how about a little transition music? There we go. Uh, okay, so we have uh, tour reviews and uh, emails and all of that sort of nonsense. Let's Let's hear that. Well, you know what? I didn't have this on the script because I just got it today. Oh, really? Yeah. I got an email from, you might remember that I was giving a tour of the Palace Hotel. They won't let me take people through the Palace anymore. But a friend of mine who's also a tour guide came by, Estella, and then she was going to have foot surgery. Right. And we did a little song for her. Correct, correct. And Noah, get well. Noe, yeah, the Get Well song. And Noe did even a little bit of a rap there. He did. Yeah. He flowed a little bit. Well, she just sent today, she sent an email. Really? Uh, about the show. She says, SK, I loved the song. Ah, see, a fan. Tell the 10 year old singer we have a date for a banana split at Ghirardelli. Sweet. Next to the Palace Hotel. It made me laugh. You guys are so funny. Smiles, Estella. There you go. Now that's, that's worth a clap there. Yeah. So we made her feel good. better. Yeah, that was very nice. So I actually saw her this Very weekend. cool. I oh, think you that's did? what brought it up. And uh, she take over his. Uh, she had the foot bit? surgery. She's doing Zumba now. Really? Yeah, she was all over the place. She had her tennis shoes on, and she was doing Zumba, and she's very excited. She considered coming tonight. Really? And what happened? Uh, then she reconsidered. She thought uh, about what she'd be coming. She really in. thought yeah. about it. She thought, you know, this is fine. <laughs> she's uh, heard a few at, shows. At the distance of email will be fine. Yeah. Right? Now, how many saw the post from the the tour this week on Facebook? No. 
well, and we've got one audience member. You got one in your six, too. And we, the guy in my six is, okay, now we had a little bit of a survey going this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What we had is we're trying to come up with a tagline for some of our flyers that we're going to be putting up around the city. And so we couldn't decide on, you know, what we would be going with. So we got what we thought were our best ones, put them up and let people vote on them. The problem is we have about the same votes for each one. So it hasn't helped us in the slightest. No, None has risen to the top, if you will. All right. So maybe we take a little poll here tonight. We vote here. Yeah, let's take a vote here. All right, well, here's what we're just going to do the way I always do when you have multiple decisions to make. We go one and two, and Rochambeau. then. No, no, no. By show of applause, because we got to do something to get some applause in here tonight. The first one is it says on the card Alcatraz is sold out. A walking tour doesn't sound so stupid now, does it? Versus colder than you thought, huh? How about a little walking tour? So. Alcatraz or colder? Those are your two options. Who votes through a round of applause for Alcatraz? Okay. I think we got Chewy in the house. Now, who votes for colder than you thought? Okay, just Squidge. Okay. You lose on that one, Squidge. Okay, so now we go. It's going to be Alcatraz versus the next one, which is Take S.K. Morton's Lousy San Francisco Walking Tour. It's the best decision you'll ever make particularly if you're prone to making bad decisions. All right. Now, how, what kind of applause do we get for Alcatraz? Oh. And how many do we get for best decision? Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. And our man, man of the six. Man of the six. It's is such a, a good decision he woke up. Yeah. <laughs> woke up for the decision. I think we got to give the take one for that. So now take... Or, if you're going to walk these streets, you're going to want a spotter. So, it's take or spotter. Who's voting for take? Take. Wow. Who's voting for spotter? I think I'm changing my vote to spotter. Wow. We got spotter in there. Okay. Now we, we go. We're not solving anything here. We're getting, <laughs> just going around in circles. Next time we do this, there has to be an odd number of people because it isn't working. We do have odd people. Okay. So, it's spotter or... It's what to do when you step in some San Francisco. So, spotter or step in. We'll go start with spotter. Wow, sticking with his guns, KS. Spotter, yeah. Mostly because okay. I don't really care. And then, <laughs> it's what to do when you step here, in here. some San Francisco. Oh, the man in the six abstains. Pretty sure that was two for each, all the way around. <laughs> all right, so this isn't helping at all. Maybe you've okay. done enough research now to... To conclude that it really doesn't matter which one you pick. That's true, huh? That's yeah. a good point. I think what to do, it's uh, best. I actually, I like, I like what Chantuan says there. So I've made a decision with it. I'm gonna put off making a decision. Okay, so the next one is, uh, got my 400th friend on 400? Facebook. On Facebook, my 400th Facebook friend. I saw she has like uh, earphones on. Yeah, da- yeah, she is a broadcaster. Is she now? Her name is Danielle Lynn, and um, a colleague. <laughs> I don't what, think she'd what say she, that. What does she broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, does her show stink too? <laughs> 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 is, she, is she a colleague? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll call her a colleague. So um, I was going to go into more depth on that, but the more research I started doing on her, how do I put this? The more boring it got. Oh. Yeah. Well, let's so, hope she's listening. 
Yeah, she's not listening. Yeah. I have something more exciting for okay. me. Okay. What is it? Now, when you go to SK, when I go to skmorton.com, I can see what they call the metrics. Them, yeah. I can see how many hits I've had, how many downloads, how many who what zero people one have, zero 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 one zero <laughs> one right. one zero one. Are you the chosen one? You could see. I, that's right. I could see all that. Tricks? To me, it's just wow. What's a lot? To me, it's just a woman walking on the street. Some guy. It, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same thing. It's all code. That's right. Okay, yeah. so that's the point. There is no spoon. <laughs> 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 what I was saying is, I could see refers. So when referers? people refer, that's what they say on there. R e f e r e r s referers, and what that is is it tells Are these you rural referers. <laughs> that tells you what what people typed in on their search engine to see how they got to me. Ah, and here's yeah. someone actually. <laughs> they were all misspellings. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone actually typed in Daryl Hannah's Adam's apple. <laughs> I... There's apparently a fan club. <laughs> and they got to skmorton.com from that. I'm very proud of that. I Googled wow. that on a, on a Darryl... bit of a more uh, sorrow note. Uh-huh. I, sorrowful, I, maybe? Sorrowful, maybe. That'd be an adverb. Um, I Googled no. SK Morton, on, and it came up as an architecture, a free walking architecture tour. Not hosted by Under SK. SK Morton? Was it San Francisco? Yeah, it was a San Francisco architecture free walking tour. Uh, you better bone up on the architecture. Some, <laughs> I, I, have, I point out architecture on my to tour. That, yeah, I, I say, there's some right there. <laughs> second to that was S.K. Morton. That's but not that right. Was, and it was, didn't come up as just a link you can click on. It was like a big picture. You can go, and it had like a Yelp thing where you can click on the website or the phone number or book. And then underneath was a small little S.K. See, I put S.K.S.F. And it comes Snakes and Fidget, the game. And then the other one's your tour. So I think you're pretty cool, man. <laughs> Snakes and Fidget? Yeah. That's Is that a, a new J.K. Rowling book? It's a it's a game, apparently. Well, going, down, going down for quiz night at the Snakes and Fidget. <laughs> <laughs> I got to write Snakes and Fidget. That's good. Snakes and Fidget. I was wondering what we are going to call the episode tonight. All right. Okay, so that didn't go over either. So I have one other thing. One thing with the tour. I, I point out a lot More of the first. nudity. No, no, no. I've already, I think that'll already get you top on the Google list. Uh, I already tried that. It's yeah. not going over. Here's the thing: women don't like our breasts the way we like theirs, uh, and it's yeah. There's a, there's a lot of well, they're wrong. A lot of people doing a Tom Brokaw impersonation when they see me with my shirt off. Squidge did a Tom Brokaw the other day. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I made the mistake of buying a, a protein powder that was beef and potatoes. <laughs> That's a real thing. Somebody, somebody greenlighted that project. Beef and potatoes protein shake. Yeah, oh it tastes that. fabulous. It tastes exactly <laughs> like you'd think it would. Oh, it's so like horrible dust. It was. It so was, it was hey man, Hiroshi. It was funny though because Squidge he was talking about something completely serious, and then he did the Ace Ventura. The, the <laughs> <laughs> and then it wasn't a joke. He wasn't doing it for effect. He was really gagging, and then he just kept going on with this conversation. How, how much was this? Protein powder. Oh man, more than I should have paid for it. Oh, what what is it called That's again? A shame. Raw beef and potato. Oh, raw beef and potato. Because yeah. you don't. Know, last thing you want when you're having a protein. No, I shake think raw is the company that makes yeah. it, oh. and the flavor is beef. Oh yeah. You can either get vanilla milkshake, strawberry. Uh, <laughs> All these delightful orgasmus, flavors. Yeah. <laughs> or beef and potato. Oh, okay. Yeah, I or, see why or, you chose or that. Putrefied you, monkey brains. <laughs> you picked beef and potato. <laughs> and here's the thing. 
he, he bought like this jug you could it's like a it's gotta hold like a gallon yeah and he and, it's probably it's, and he's, he's gonna muscle through it he won't throw it away he drinks oh, it she, in gags every morning oh you're my gonna, every morning you'll hear oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, this just in, <laughs> and right back out again. <laughs> you know what you gotta do? Two is. and a half pounds. I'm not throwing that down. Oh yes, yes, she had one. Just oh. put butter on it, like on the top. <laughs> Skim it with oh, a little God. bit of butter. <laughs> Don't even melt the butter. Just to, no, no. The butter will help because that way it'll just slide down your gullet without actually getting any of your oh, taste buds. Yeah. Here's the problem: butter now. and sourdough. Babette makes me shakes, <laughs> and I fear now I'm going to be thinking of that when I'm drinking my strawberry shake. And oh. what? Hey, were you hungry when you went to buy that? You were. I was. Huh? I was, I yeah, was hungry. Like, yeah, I wish I had some beef like, and potatoes. It's not like it was the most expensive thing. I got it because it was the cheapest thing. And also, and still won't throw it away. <laughs> beef and potatoes. It was ninety nine like, cents. Oh yeah, there's a lot of protein in beef and potatoes. Who doesn't like a nice meal of beef and potatoes? That'll be protein packed. I know that'll do the job. I remember when you know, it makes me think of Hearth and Home. You know, a nice tall glass of beef and potatoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe if you put gravy in it. Have you ever had beef and potatoes <laughs> through a straw? <laughs> Yeah, usually that's the only it's people have beef. Unless and you broke so- your jaw, there's no reason why you should be eating this. <laughs> Maybe we should crack open a couple of beers. I am. Okay. I'm having fun. Are you? Are yeah. You? What's wrong? You go home. Yeah, drunk. <laughs> yeah. They're going, I was on tonight. I was so good. I can do Tom Broca. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's. Okay. So we already had the little da, 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 da thing. Um, our updates yeah. are we got more animal obituary stuff. Did you guys see about the humpbacks? They're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Those are humpa lumps and woozles. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I didn't. Is Humphrey back? No, that's the thing. They're making a big deal about these three that came just in the bay and hung out in the bay on Wednesday. And no don't mention they, of Humphrey. Don't they do that period? Maybe it's too long ago. They've, they've, the young the youngsters don't remember Humphrey. We have we have two throng members in the bomb shelter who are not native Bay Areans. Maybe Humphrey was not national news. Are those white people from a bay? Bay Areans? Bay, bay Areans, right? Yes. So the the uh, the non native throng members. Do you do you guys remember Humphrey the humpback whale? No. Nope. So there you go. Maybe they're not bringing up Humphrey because it wasn't that big of a story. We just remember it because we. Well, it was a giant story that in 1987 because he went all the way. He went up the Delta and up the the River Sacramento River, and they're trying to turn him around. They're trying to turn him around over there. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't want him to die. What was he doing? Looking for chicks, man. Chicks, Chicks, man. (laughs) Wells, man. (laughs) Didn't Sir Mixlot sing about a humpback whale? I like humpbacks and cannot lie. <laughs> I like big flukes. <laughs> okay, well, the, the, the thing is this. Here's the real story to me. They're interviewing the woman who's in charge of the whales in the Farallon Islands kind of deal. Who put and her she was in at charge? Home. She was off yeah, did the Did the whales clog. vote for her? How did yeah. she get in that position? Well, How did she that, get that position? Let me ask you a question. Let's say you're a whale. You're the Farallon Island, the whale executrix. Whale Aryan? Uh-huh, uh-huh. She noticed the whales from her. Now they were in the bay. She noticed them from her office. Really? 
Her, if you can, then she should be in charge of the whales. If she could spot, if she them. could spot them <laughs> from, from 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 over the horizon. Well, that's what I'm saying. She has a window that opens up onto the bay. And she says she's right. Her office is by the Golden Gate Bridge and opens up and it looks to the bay. Well, what's her name here? Let me see if I have her name written down. Does she say ahoy a lot in her email? Her name is going to say. Her name is Mary Jane Shram. Ahoy. Excuse me, Mrs. Shram. What are you doing? Arg, I'm looking for whales. <laughs> <laughs> When she spotted them, did she scream, There she blows! <laughs> she did. She is the uh, spokeswoman. Okay, she, she's not even head whale executrix. She is the spokes, <laughs> the spokeswoman for the Gulf of the Farallon National Marine Sanctuary. What I'm saying is, c- commercial space, office space in San Francisco, as we talked about recently, yeah. $700 a foot down for the Shreve building. Yeah, yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. Who is this? The, who are these people, this... The Farallon National Marine Sanctuary that they have a spokesman and her or a spokesperson. Woman. I don't think that's a word. Uh, that has an office. She's got an office with this window opening up, looking over the over, you know over it, the bay. You know that some, sounds pricey. That sounds pricey. Uh, How's that getting funded? He, here's the thing. Somebody called it in and said, "Are there some whales in there? There be whales. There be whales. <laughs> There's three of them, and they they're up to no good. Maybe they were funded with pirate treasure." Okay. Yeah. If they're funded with private treasure, I'll lay off. There was booty. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that the reason why she took the credit for spotting them, she really didn't. I mean, nobody spots a well from their office and goes, okay, I'm the first one to see them. So I think why she took the credit for it is the reason, the same reason why she has a, a office with the window there. See, oh, I see. It's she all had, politics there out in the whale world. Well, what she had to say is, you know, I spotted them, therefore... That's why you pay me. That's why I have this office. And that's why I'm here. She called the boss. That's true. Yep. It is a big validation of that. Of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Putting but her she's in charge. Not, but she's not the head whale person. She's, she's just a spoke, spokesperson. She speaks to them. Well, what was the head whale person doing? Doesn't not even talking. Where's their no. office? Maybe it's in the crow's nest. In the crow's nest. <laughs> is she? Is, 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 is Squidge uh, pointed she's, out something. She's important. a whale whisperer. She's a whale she whisperer. That's why. That's Does why she, go, she got appointed. She goes up to the whales and goes because she said they told me to. And they stop snorting. <laughs> is that what they do, snort? Yeah. yeah. Isn't isn't that what they do? Blow. Blow. They stop blowing. Oh, maybe it's Gracie and... <gasps> oh, my goodness. That's true. It's George and Gracie. Has with anybody their baby. checked the park for a bird of prey? You know what? It's interesting you say that. Did you hear about the chickens in Golden Gate Park? I did not. No. Golden Gate Park? Golden is, Gate is Park that, chickens. Is that what we're calling hipsters now? No. Here's the deal with the chickens. It's very similar Toxic to the to what why water. we need the SK Morton Amnesty Pond to feed the oh, chickens. Yeah. Here's the deal, and they think, <laughs> and they, you know, it's interesting, Squidge. They are blaming this on the hippies. They are, huh? Because they want to have the what's it called face to face to fork. Scapegoat? No, the the, the they want to have the organic nose detail. Nose. T- <laughs> no, <laughs> they want to have the what? Right? That's what it is, right? Farm to table, farm to table. Ah, yeah, hand to mouth, whatever it is. <laughs> so when they they want to have the wildlife, they want they want to have the you know the, organic, the, and they want to keep it close to home. And the, so they all went out and bought chickens. Okay, and the chickens only produce so many eggs, right? Uh, and then they're done producing eggs. They're like, oh crap, right. where's Trader Joe's? And 
We all, we we can imagine how that. Can you imagine if one of those things needed to be killed? I think I'd just kill myself. I'd kill myself with the Vegematic. So they're not gonna say, okay, we're out of eggs. Let's have some chicken now. So instead, what are they just, doing with them? They're dropping them off in Golden Gate Park. They're releasing them into the wild. They're releasing chickens into the wild. Let's, into go, the get wild. Some, <laughs> let's go get some rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Golden Gate Park is the wild. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, there are coyotes and raccoons, and that are you know they're killing these chickens. So I guess yeah. What do they think is going to happen to the chicken when gonna, they let it off? They're going to roam free. They're going to roam free <laughs> someday when the chickens can roam free. The chickens just sitting there as they drive away, thinking like, "So do I call you or what? <laughs> How do I get home?" He didn't even give me his number. They're free range now. <laughs> Darn hippies. <laughs> so there's uh, there is a group. It's trying to save the chickens. They have a really nice office that opens yeah. right out of the bay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. There's Their a, leader can spot the chickens from the park. There's a place called Harvest Home, which educates the public on how to care for fowl. And it, kill them. That's it, a thing. Is it a coincidence that it really sounds like, uh, <laughs> sounds like the like name a, of a rotisserie restaurant? Exactly. Harvest Home. Their, their, their mission at, is to Harvest educate home. the public on the fowl? I th- Yes. That was the that, that was, was the their need mission. in yeah. society yeah. that needed. There's filling. someone out there who looked around and they saw disease. What's going wrong with the world and, today? And they saw Bob's donuts. They it's, saw, it's education uh, is the problem. They saw child soldiers. <laughs> yep. Yep. And they saw terrorism. Right. Right. And they thought, you know what? Pandemic disease. Yeah, exactly. And they thought to themselves, hunger. Yeah, sure. I can climb on board with uh, what's her name, McLaughlin, and we can do commercials of sad dogs. But no, no, <laughs> that's not specific enough. I want to educate the world. On foul. Well, Google's been doing research on it, and yeah. it turns out that hunger and war and pollution, all if you look at the data on a large scale, all of those things have chicken in common. <laughs> and if the if the edu- if the public was better educated about chicken about chicken, yes. you could solve then, that. Then all of these things. Bill and Melinda Gates are looking into it too. Wow, uh, they're thinking that this may be the way forward. No one would have thought it, but yeah. It's well, chicken knowledge is the problem. Now, the thing is, it, does anyone here, I mean, you guys obviously see the connection to the Amnesty Pond at at Mountain Lake. I don't. I don't no? think the chicken will fit down the little chute. Okay. <laughs> well, no, because we want Amnesty Pond is there for people who want to throw away their, their they're done with their fish. And so they put them in the they're Amnesty Pond. They're not laying pond, anymore. Right? <laughs> exactly. So we get an S.K. Morton in Golden Gate Park. Chicken coop. Exactly. Um, an SK Morton amnesty chicken coop. <laughs> we save the chickens, <laughs> but we save them kind of in a Twilight Zone kind of way, and we start SK Morton's rotisserie chicken. And as they, uh, you know, so what? we save Low them overhead. We save and- them for a little while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. We save them till they get just right. <laughs> That'll be my next book to serve chicken. <laughs> Well, the real twist could be we just use the chickens as bait and we put the <laughs> raccoons on the rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> <I saw this. laughs> All right. Let's just say, uh, okay. Chickens, man. That has taken so much longer than I thought it would because tonight was going to be a special night. It was going to be, remember how I've been teasing the PPIE, the uh, Panama Pacific International Exposition? Correct. Tonight was going to be the night we did it. Okay. We were going to talk about the PPIE. Let's do it. I'm in the mood. I'm done talking about some pie. I saw PPIE on the copy, and I assumed there would be pie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I thought it was OPP. Yeah. Oh, when it says, go. feel free to do any research, I had a whole pie today. <laughs> <laughs> In preparation. In preparation. I thought, that, you know, I would like to have something to say on this part, so let me eat a pie. Be- <laughs> but before we do that, we do have a commercial we have to do. A commercial. And as we all know, who's our sponsor, everybody? Man Bridal six. Fitness. Make a commitment. Coach. Bridal Fitness Coach, very good. You get a you get a pawn. Thought it was that. Amazon. Uh, Amazon isn't quite a sponsor as much as it is. Finder's fee. Yeah, multi-level marketing. Just um, all you have to do is go to skmorton.com, right? <laughs> click on the button and shop That's as you exactly normally you would. Do. Yes. And it doesn't cost anybody anything, right? No, it doesn't. It's just a little like a finder's fee. Yeah. Something exactly. like that. Very good. We ought to have you do a commercial for yeah, Amazon. Maybe. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, in the meantime, we're going to do Bridal Fitness Coach. This might be our last. Bridal Fitness Coach commercial of this season that we do live. And it's nice because we've got some big-name people to actually come in and do the commercial for us tonight. (laughs) Who's that? (laughs) Well, we've got a famed, I guess you'd call him a historian at this point, but famed anchor from NBC News, Pulitzer Prize winning author, we'll say. Sure, why not? Is that true? Fact check this. Yeah, exactly. And um, marine biologist, he's a marine and biologist. biologist. Exactly. So, uh, what? Up, oh, Squidge isn't here to give us applause. He got distracted by a potato. <laughs> I think we found Squidge's weakness. If it says potato, he's on it. So anyway, uh, would everyone like to welcome welcome NBC anchor, former NBC anchor Tom Brokaw? Thank you. Thank you very much. And we also have uh, Chewbacca. From Star Wars is here tonight. Hey, <laughs> now here's the thing. So he's happy to be here. Yeah, they're gonna be doing the show, but Shantuan's Shantuan, you speak Wookiee, correct? Well, you know Chewie is uh, Spanish for Oh, that's Jesus. right. Yeah, so, so you I, know. I speak the language. Okay. I actually have a cousin named Chewie. All so, right. Yeah. Primo, we call him Primo. Chewie. Okay. For sure. All right. So what we'll do is we'll have you translate as uh, Tom Broca and Chewie. Uh, do a conversation for Bridal Fitness Coach. Very nice. I can do right. that. Chewy. <laughs> Brides. <laughs> You're spending time and energy and money on your photographer, your caterer, your flowers, your venue, and your planner. Wouldn't you say so, Chewbacca? <laughs> He says he agrees. Okay. What about you? And we're talking, of course, the you being the brides. You know, it's their day. It's the day of the bride. <laughs> that was your first film, wasn't it, Chewie? Day of the bride. Okay, that's what I thought. It's not just how you look and how you feel. It's your state of mind. Wouldn't you say so, Chewie? <laughs> Are we the only ones who are enjoying this? I think it might be the case. <laughs> It's about your special day. It is about your special day. Thank you very much, Antoine. By the way, big fan. Thank you. You need bridal fitness coach. Now, owner trainer Tammy Fox, she says the goal is to train strong, happy, and healthy women. We know you want to look good and feel amazing, says Tammy Fox, on one of the most important days of your life. But you know what? She asked another question. Do you know what that other question might be, Chewbacca? (laughs) I guess is am I to take that to mean he doesn't know? Yeah, well, he, yeah. He said he's uh, wondering what it is. Well, what it is is, why not go beyond feeling amazing and looking amazing on your special day? 
This is about making a commitment to your health and also your well-being for not just now and not just for your wedding, but for Chewy. Can you repeat that last part? I, I kind of missed it. Uh, so he says this for your life. Oh, the rest of your life. Thank you very much. Both Chantuan and Chewbacca. Chewbacca also. Big fan. Now, whether your wedding day is next year or next month, Bridal Fitness Coach is there to make sure you're looking and feeling. How do you think you'd feel there, Chewbacca? He says amazing. Is it amazing? Yeah. I thought I heard something else. I heard fabulous. Let's try it again there, Chewbacca. You said it wrong. Fabulous. Fabulous. There you go. Very good. Okay, so you're going to look good and failing and fabulous and amazing, the whole thing. But with Bridal Fitness Coach Trainer by your side, you can stop worrying about fitting into that special dress. You will be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, your time frame, and most importantly, Chewbacca. (laughs) He says... He says your budget. That's right, yeah, yeah. So you know, I, to make it more convenient, you can be trained at a gym with private access in your home or office. Now, there's another way, and I believe Chewbacca, you were telling me earlier, there's another way that you can be trained through Bridal Fitness Coach. Which way is that? He says through uh, FaceTime. But he said he he also mentioned that he has a problem with the uh, screen because of his fur. It doesn't read the moisture on on his fingers. I say, well, mm. <laughs> see, I'm sorry to hear that, Chewbacca. Get well and prosper, and all the other things. He says that he has in the sh- space world. He has he has to shave his fingers so that he could do FaceTime on his. That's on his horrible. Face. You know what? Next to not understanding about foul, I would say that's probably the worst thing I've ever heard. Or maybe this commercial might be the worst thing. I think the next to file is, yes. this commercial right. is pretty bad. Now, are there any questions you might have, Chewbacca? He says he works very hard, so he hardly ever leaves his office. What can uh, trainer Tammy Fox do for him? Well, I'll tell you, Chewbacca, there's nothing on the copy here that approaches anything even close to that. So, uh, do you have any other questions about maybe the bridal party? <laughs> he, he says, what about the bridesmaids? Oh, yeah. Well, they're fine. They're funky fine. Yeah. They're foxy. And they're groovy. That I mentioned that sometimes they're part of the greatest generation. <laughs> but the younger ones are nice, too. And the thing is with Tammy Fox and the bridal fitness coach, that you can, she'll train the brides, she'll train the bridal party, and she'll even train, who do you think? That's right, Chewbacca. I don't need a translation for that one. We all know wherever we are in the galaxy that he means the grooms. So if the grooms want to be trained as well, Tammy Fox at Bridal Fitness Coach is willing to do that. All right, so now, what do you want to do to get started there, Chewbacca? That's right. You want to schedule a free consultation. And to do that, you want to go to bridalfitnesscoach.com. Or you can call... Why don't you give him the phone number, Chewbacca? Four one five three one seven six eight two seven. That is four one five three one seven six eight two seven. Chewy. I told you to go before we left. Bridal fitness coach. Make a commitment. <laughs>
Okay, that was that was that was a decent commercial. Should we? <laughs> What's okay. that? Chewy? So Chewy in the house. Maybe it's time for uh, that. Are you twisting the no. microphone? He is. No, because I just saw you doing it. No, it's all right. He is. It's. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the microphone you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Uh, all right. Um, uh. That's a good one. How is why do you why do you, um how did the interview with the Squidge power. with Squidge how did the interview go like what qualifications did he say he had that made you hand the show to him he had an index finger to press the button he did yeah we made sure sometimes the art artistry is really in the not pressing <laughs> you'd think uh, do you want to talk about the PPIE let's talk about PPIE let's talk about man. PPIE man. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the thing we've been we've been teasing this for weeks and weeks and weeks. In fact, beginning of the year, the beginning of the the 2015 year, we were talking about this and we were going to have guests on. It was going to be a big deal. And like most things, it's kind of just So what is it? Suspense is killing me, man. <laughs> Who knows what PPIE stands for? Pi. That's no. what everybody's been saying. Of course I know. I'm 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 your brain, so I know. That's what right. It is. So what is it, my brain? My the other half of my brain. Pi. Yes, papai. Panama Pacific. Papai. Yes. International. No. Yes. No. Yes. I say no. <laughs> extravaganza. Yes. <there's> extravaganza. <laughs> Is extravaganza really a word, or did marketing people just make that up? Uh, I'm sure it's a word now. Well, everything's a word now. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, I would well, guesstimate that you, it's been a word for a oh, while. Oh, don't say that. You know, I hate <laughs> um, extravagant would be the root. Right. And so an extravagant zuh would be an extravaganza. <laughs> but I think it's like a palooza. Like it's or just bonanza. The, they could put it on other things. Could you do that with lousy? Lousy. A lousy palooza? A lousy tour. That could be next week's episode. The lousy palooza. The lousy palooza extravaganza. <laughs> so what is it? The Panama Pacific International Extravaganza. What is that? <laughs> Exhibition, yeah? It is a World's Fair in 1915. Excuse oh. me. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. Um, no, no, you're not. Are we going to have pie? <laughs> Is well, the other had, side of your brain tarts. directly connected to your stomach? What That's are you a good saying? question. Because you're talking about being hungry and having pie. You don't have to be hungry to have that, pie. That is a good point. I, I, have I to was agree told with there would be one. pie. <laughs> no, you weren't told there would be pie. I you looked on the paper, and the very first thing on the paper said pie. <laughs> it said papai. Papaya, right, well, right. So which eye does speller. he look through when he's looking at your eyes? The he, doesn't, eye? he doesn't look through the eyes. Oh, he doesn't? No. He peeks through the nostrils. <laughs> ah. I see. That's true. Yeah. My job is to look for uh, dog mess on the ground while we walk. <laughs> so as you're looking, walking down the street on this chair. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's one. one. Okay, there to we the go. To the left, to the left. Oh, well, so I want to So no on the pie? Is that <laughs> I think it's no on the pie. There's pop tarts. That's close to pie. It kind of, it's like a flat pie. It's a flat pie. Unleavened pie. It's unleavened. <laughs> <laughs> it's very kosher. Pop tarts are kosher. Are they? Yeah. What I'm saying is, is I was I had this these this idea earlier in the year that we would have this big show. We'd have guests come in that know all about the the Panama Pacific Exposition. And do you know what I discovered with people who know a lot about the PPIE? They don't want to do a podcast. 
Well, that's true. They want to do their own podcast. They are very boring because you need to be able to play a little bit with it. And they just don't want to joke Serious about business. It. Exactly. It was a fair 100 years ago. <laughs> exactly. You're joking You don't time. understand, man. You don't understand. You, you weren't, weren't there, there, man. You weren't there. Neither were you. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't find anyone who was who was up to who was up to our standards. To uh, talk about to that. talk about this. Uh, okay. So, and the problem, the, the the fact of the matter is, I've done I've done a lot of research on it. I was very excited. You know, I love World Fair stuff. Yep. You know, my biggest thing is the 1893, though. Correct. Is that and the then, Chicago one? That's the one in Chicago. That's the Columbian Exposition. I saw somebody reading your book the other day on the bus. Oh, really? The, the Devil in the White City. Yeah. Yeah, I love that book. That's a great book. <laughs> but the thing is, the connection there is a connection with the 1893 World's Fair in San Francisco. The problem is it's not the 1915 World's Fair. It's the 1894 Midwinter Fair. Which is in the one Golden where they Gate do Park. the luge? <laughs> that's the winter one, right? That's the midwinter okay. one. They did the luge. So that's that's you know so I get all excited about the Golden Gate Park where the the Young Museum came from that. Now there is a connection between the 1894 Midwinter and the 1915, and we'll talk about that in a minute. So the, the 1915 was a heavy duty deal though. Here's the you got to imagine this. Remember there's been an earthquake. It's 1906. Okay. And that's when they start planning. Was the, the year of the earthquake? They start the powers that be that want to have a celebration of the opening of the Panama Canal. That's okay. what the whole thing was about. Now, Shantuan, you're from down south. I am. Do, have you? Were you the one who told me there's a connection? There was actually two Panama Pacific expositions. There was one up here, and there was also one in San Diego. I would have to be educated to say that. Okay, so you were not the one who told uh, me that's that. That's right. Okay. Is Balboa Park <laughs> in San Diego uh, from the fair? It could be, because I've been down there, and I was like, this reminds me of the Palace of Fine Arts. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of the same yeah. feel. They were. It was weird, because they weren't competing... Um, you know, see, that's the thing. I I can't remember. I've done all this studying and it's I've done all this research on it. And I I don't want to say what. Here's the thing. I'm plenty happy making crap up on all sorts of subjects, but this one here, I don't want to annoy. You're one the of those people who are who are really into the world's the, the fair. pie cops. Uh, the pie yeah, cops, yeah, yeah, the pie cops. Uh, they play hardball. <laughs> uh, you're one of those very serious people about the. No, I just don't want to hear from the very serious people about it. So I don't want to give the wrong information. So anyway, of course, as we all know, uh, the first Mercury capsule was launched at the 1915 World's Fair. And also, <laughs> the question mark was invented there. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what, though? What? There's an air and space museum in Balboa Park. Hey. And you know what's in there? Uh, one of the Mercury capsules. Wally Shira's capsule. Wally Shira. Mm -hmm. The one no one ever remembers was part of the Mercury 7. Yep. They remember him for his bear commercials. Actually... I think it was Wally Shaw. It was he's Smokey the Bear. Yeah, but I think it was <laughs> no bear. It as might not have been. the old aspirin. Not only might not it may not have been Wally Shaw. It, it may not have been. It an might be a Gemini capsule. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was with Gemini, right? Or oh, I'm sorry, Gemini. We'll say yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was him and William Shatner. Because <laughs> Shaw stuck around for all three: Gemini, Mercury, and uh, Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo. He was there for Apollo as well. I think I've successfully derailed you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about NASA. <laughs> so uh, no pie. <laughs> uh, so it, wah, wah. Uh, yeah, it's pie. P pie. Pie. The it's plum pie. Pie. Wait, are we gonna have pie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna call it the World's Fair. 
I'd okay. like to so have pie. The extravaganza. <laughs> the World's Fair Bonanza. extravaganza. The San Francisco 1915 World's Fair extravaganza, which celebrated the opening of the Panama Canal. And uh, where was I going with that? There nah. were many. There were many extravagant things. There was. A, we kind of came off the tracks when you said that there was a second one. Yes. Yeah, and now we're off the tracks again. The what? one in San Diego. Did you forget that quick? NASA. <laughs> Something about a question mark. Yeah, you. And me. Yeah. Oh, that was all you were making the question mark. No, I was mark making joke. a joke about. And the, none yeah. of us laughed. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Because I want to be accurate. We would have laughed if you as, as I, as the other side of your brain, yes. have often told you, you're mm. not funny. Oh, God, that hurts. You'd I know. be a lot funnier that really, if you that wasn't, that wasn't funny. That was just mean. Yeah. The other side of your brain is mean. <laughs> yeah. It is. To yourself. Yeah. I get nicer when I'm given pie. <laughs> well, especially after I was told that I would be given pie. Shut up, brain. <laughs> oh, no shut up, brain, or I'll jab you with a Q-tip. Poison berry. <laughs> All right. He got it. The audience got it. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to talk about the, the pie. I'll bet you they had pie at the exp- at the extravaganza. Free. No, it wouldn't have been free. No, it wouldn't have been free. It would have been like a whole two bits. Yeah. But it would have been like blueberry pie. I bet you it would have been stuff like huckleberry and, and, and pumpkin blackberry pie. and Because <laughs> that's what Cowboy said. Yeah. The reckonberry. <laughs> the reckonberry. Yeah, reckon- Buggy whip berry. <laughs> Uh, oh, I've forgotten so much because there, you know, the, it, you know, in 1893 they had the Midway it was invented at the Columbian Exposition. This one had a, it was they had a name to it. I can't remember the name. If only there was a way to record information. <laughs> Maybe a series of markings on a piece of paper. <laughs> okay, <laughs> decipher. Look, let me just give an overview of some of the stuff that was at the 1915. Panama Pacific International Big Exposition. Man. There's some stuff you might like. Okay, first of Chocolate all, cream, boysenberry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they had they Pumpkin. had a miniature model Apple. of the Panama Ooh, Canal. Very, because okay. it was all supposed okay, to be so promoting yes. the canal. It was five acres. The miniature That's was the five miniature acres? was five well, acres. Well, I think they misunderstood what miniature means. <laughs> And it was it was so, so big. A, it was relative. There's a Latin size. word here, miniature. Anyone know what this means? It's really big. <laughs> it means you five take acres. Take the real thing and then make it twice that big. There was also a moving platform, like a like an escalator. Um, what are the flat escalators? The moving sidewalks. What? A flat escalator. <laughs> yeah, the flat. moving sidewalks. It, to be an escalator, you have to escalate. Well, that's well, why right it's in not the name. called an escalator. It's called a flat. It's called a that's moving a sidewalk. <laughs> Uh, 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 horizontal later, uh, right? You got pie, just later. <laughs> anyway, there was a moving platform <laughs> that you sat on, and it went around. It was a ride, is what I'm saying. Ah. it went around the Panama Canal, so, and there was a. Uh, Did it have chair? An audio, yeah. You sit in the chair, and it would go around, and there was an audio that played, a Very recording nice. that would play, so it would give you the. It was. It was like, this is 1915. That, this isn't that 55. Like a, uh, Forty caris- years before carousel. Disneyland. Yeah, it was. It was a big one though. It went around. You'd sit and, you'd, and it would tell Miniature, a right? It, it went yeah. around the canal. It was a big miniature. Yes. Okay. The Panama Canal. So it was five acres long. It was five acres. Long. Why? Well, yeah. To I go mean, around it. An acre is square. Uh, yeah. It's, it area. constitutes area as opposed to length. Yeah. Thanks for that correction. Well, Not needed, though. 
I've noticed that SK is very didactic. He is. He's a know-it-all. Yeah. Knowing's half the battle. You know, it's weird because it's impossible to say didactic without being didactic. Huh. Huh. That's ironic. No, it's not. (laughs) It's unfortunate is what it is. It's what it is. Anyway, I thought that was neat. But now, you know, you had the recording. You know how you had to listen to the recording was with a phone receiver. Oh, I thought you were mad at it. You were, like, shaking your fist. <laughs> no, I'm showing you how to hold up a phone. See, I don't do that thing with the thumb and the pinky that, that comedians do. They always say, oh, it's a phone. This, will do. You, this is how you hold a phone. You hold it like a fist. That doesn't put, mean hand Well, I think that's Actually, back. no one does. No, you hold it with two fingers like a credit <laughs> that's card. That's right. It just occurred to me. They don't hold that phones like that anymore. You hold the phone. What's your Bluetooth broken? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this anyway. loose. Hang oh, loose. Okay, no, I'll go on to the tan. next thing then. Oh. Hang loose. Speaking that of telephones. That was invented at the World's Fair. Yeah, at the Pi. You know, you're not too far off. And I'm going to get to that before because we're we're on seg- well, I'm segueing over to the telephone thing. The first intercontinental tele- telephone call. <laughs> intercontinental ballistic telephone call. <laughs> was made at by Alexander Graham Bell himself. Uh-huh. He came out here, and they had a telephone line that spanned the continent, and he made a phone call. He called the Progressive Soup Factory. <laughs> so it was essentially a very large or very long uh, phone phone. It was cover. really hard to keep that rope taut. Yeah. <laughs> Two cups. <laughs> Two cups in a Can, rope. The signal yeah. will get muted by going over the Rockies. So it was the first transcontinental telephone call, and then they would do that every day. They would... Uh, after he that was the opening day, he did that, and then every day after that, they would make. He ordered Dominoes. Yeah. <laughs> Who did he call? He called this- Watson. <laughs> okay, so how come they don't say Watson? Was made it? he was on the first call because he said this is Graham one. Bell- is this two? No, this is four. Ah, oh, I misdialed. <laughs> <laughs> now stop calling me. I'll put you on the list. <laughs> put you on the list. <laughs> How'd you get my number? Yeah, I'm eating dinner. This is crazy. Don't you have any respect? <laughs> okay, now we'll talk about the Hawaiian thing. The ukulele was first played in the United States at the World's Fair. In Tiny Tim was at the World's Fair? Yes. Did you know the ukulele is not Hawaiian? Nothing really? Hawaiian is Hawaiian. Well, I think pineapples are Hawaiian, aren't they? No, they're Mexican. Is that true? Yeah, we put them in tacos. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. That's gross. People You've never had pizza? pineapple on oh, tacos? Uh, fruit should not be heated. Have you had it on pizza? Do you like it on pizza? No, I do not like it on pizza. That is my favorite pizza topping is pineapple. What? Are you kidding? Squidgy. So I just always good. assumed so that squidgy. that was a topping that was meant to keep me from eating all the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a defensive <laughs> topping. It's like kryptonite <laughs> for pizza. Okay, you get a group of people together. Let's get some pizza. And there's always one moron who wants to get the pineapple That's on there. That's me. And they demand the pineapple on there. And yet... When the three pepperonis come and they the one, pi- two, yeah. they eat those first. There's always pineapple left. The pineapple right. pizza is always left, Not when I'm and the I'm, there's never enough for me because right. the pineapple guy who ordered the pineapple doesn't eat the pineapple. You can't just the take pepperoni. the pineapple off your pizza and eat. No, it? it's no cancer. This I don't actually really mind the pineapple pizza, but you know you can't take it off because it's fruit juice. It gets on everything. Yeah. you can't unpineapple oh, something. Oh no, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boo hoo! Yeah, because it ruined the pizza. Get your own pizza. Well, I'd settle for any kind or of pie. Or a pie. At this point. <laughs> KS KS has first smell at it since he's hanging out the nostril. I can see it coming. <laughs> he sees like, it coming. What is that? Pineapple. <laughs> it's gonna go up my face again. <laughs> That's juice. It's hanging. <laughs> I'm just imagining. 
He's peeking through the nostrils. There's this giant piece of pineapple just waving underneath it. Oh, he hates no. it. He oh, hates it. Here passion. we go. I told you. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Ruined Canadian bacon. You were halfway there, and then you ruined it. You put juice on it. Any, yeah, Canadian bacon, whatever. It's ham. In any case, the ukulele. Did you know there was a ukulele craze in the 20s? No. It's Actually, I, I heard a thing about, okay, well, this is not exactly the same thing. But when you think of the electric guitar, the, the origins of the electric guitar. Uh, well, Les Paul. That's what everyone thinks. However, although it was kind of right around the exact same time, Eddie Van Halen. there was also, apparently, a really big craze across the entire United States for Hawaiian-style guitar playing. That's called slack key. Around that same time, and the problem was, it, the guitar's not not a comparatively loud instrument. All right. So uh, right around the same time that Les Paul came up with it, in Hawaii they came up with an electric guitar as well to try to amplify it, because they would play it, like you said, like lay, laying on the lap kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and that was even worse, because then the sound was going out of the sound box, was going up. Yeah. And people couldn't hear it, so anyway. Well, uh, so I would assume that ukuleles and guitars are kind of similar, right? They're probably not of Hawaiian origin, but the Hawaiians made it their own. Yeah, yeah, they took the ball and ran with it. Right. But I mean, the the craze that started in the twenties, they they trace it back to the World's Fair where the ukulele was introduced. Really? But yeah, now you might remember the old cartoons that would they, in the nineteen twenties, the guys would have the big fur coats on on the cartoons, and they'd have the you know the, what's the straw hat thing called? There's a name for that hat, and they'd be playing they'd, all the college students. In the 1920s, they'd be playing the ukulele mm-hmm. on the cartoons. Remember there's that? a there's the a, cartoons. A, a Robin Hood, the rooster. No, he, played a, he played a Disney's Robin. No, he Hood. played a lute. A lute. Yeah. That was a lute. Robin Hood and that Little a, John walking through the forest, laughing back and forth of what the other has to say, reminiscing this and that, and having such a good time. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day! Never ever thinking there was danger in the water. They were drinking just a guzzling it down. Never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse were a watching and a gathering around. Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest, hopping fences, dodging trees, and trying to get away, contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making. Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly, golly, what a day. Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly, golly, what a day. Now that. That was something. <laughs> that that was something else. And we kind of did it like Beastie Boys. SK and Squidge. <laughs> man. Boys to men. That could have messed up at so many points along the way, and it didn't. That's why we went with that up. song, because anyone can do every town. <laughs> As it's ups and downs. Yeah, see that—that's an easy one. So we want to do. So no ukulele and Robin. No, no. <laughs> so that's what we've decided. Okay. Now here's another thing they had because you know, they they have their <laughs> they have their miniature Aye. they have their miniature five acre canal. They also had. <laughs> How big do they think the real one was? <laughs> it goes to the moon. <laughs> they also had an actual Six Ford acres. assembly line. <laughs> And it would turn. It turned out a car every ten minutes. <laughs> How many Mom, people? it was so fun. We took a train around a canal for five acres, and then we worked all day. <laughs> they had us assembling How cars. Many, How many all of those day. cars did they sell? They, they didn't do it all day. It was every ten minutes for three hours every day. So they they, they ended up producing forty four hundred cars. Wow. Yeah, coming out of the World's Fair. That's awesome. That's isn't a great it, idea. Isn't it? 
That's like Tom Sawyer getting everybody to paint the fence with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you didn't build the cars. It was people could observe. Oh, I thought because it's an assembly line. I thought they would like say, "Here, yeah, lady, yeah. put this screw in this hole for the next." That's three actually hours. not a bad idea. Yeah, no, isn't it fun? Is, yeah. <laughs> for the next three hours, I'm done <laughs> now. You're not, you're not done. done. <laughs> Unions won't be around for thirty more years. Get to work. <laughs> but it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. So now here's the thing. Now you know how I am with the with the Disney stuff and the the uh, squidge squidge. Freaky. You you enjoy the the Disney and the Fantasmic and the screen and the more than the, I should. Yeah. The the mist screen things they do. Yeah. That's that, my favorite part about going to Disneyland is Fantasmic. They, I go about twice a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't come out with Fantasmic till like ninety one, ninety or ninety one. Good. They they had a thing called the scintillator. The what? The scintillator. Scintillator. What was that? The scintillator was a barge out in the bay. Eight acres wide. <laughs> well, that was the small one. It was Somebody the- said, what's more scintillating than a canal? I know, a barge. <laughs> Do you want to hear about this? Because it's pretty amazing. <laughs> now, here, okay, uh, I'm trying to make these connections here. Barge. Okay, so there's also the 1963 Air. World's Fair, where that's when Walt, the, the Disney company right. made their bones, because they did Small World, that was for UNICEF. They had Illinois... Convention Bureau when or was whatever. This? this was in 1963. They had the uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, uh-huh. and General Electric had the Magic Skyway. Not General. I'm sorry, not General Electric. Uh, Ford had the Magic Skyway, and General Electric had the Carousel of Progress. Mm. Carousel of Progress is still in Disney World. Uh, of course, all of the Disney parks have. Uh, it's a small world. Uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Is it still there now? I think it. Yes, yeah. it is. I went and saw it a couple. The last time month. I was there, right. I saw it, and it was pretty awesome. So these four big companies or these four big organizations hired Walt Disney to to do these things. Two of those, you've got uh, General Electric and Ford, were at the 1915 World's Fair. And they had all the cool stuff, too. So we just talked about the Ford having their big assembly line. Incidentally, the one in 63, they had Ford cars on what, what Disney Imagineers came up with, with a system called the Omnimover. All the different rides that go slow through the dark rides are on this Omnimover thing. Are we okay? I just touched the thing. Yeah, you're fine. Um, they used actual Ford vehicles on their Omnimover. So you would sit in a convertible Mustang. You know on the, the, the train ride around uh, Disneyland? And you go into the tunnel, and it's got the dinosaurs. Yes. Okay. That was originally part of the Magic Skyway. Were the Ford. dinosaurs driving Fords? For Ford, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, you rode the Fords through the dinosaur area. where they drove Just like Jurassic Park. Exactly. Weren't they? Actually, weren't they Ford they Explorers? They were Explorers, yeah, yeah, in the original yeah. Jurassic Park. So, yeah. see, it all comes go. together. All right, and we're the done world here. keeps spinning. <laughs> so, they, they were there in 1915 doing their thing, and General Electric was there. Now, General Electric was the one who did Carousel of Progress, which is a really cool show. Um, but anyway, in 1915, General Electric was there, and they were the ones who provided the scintillator. All right? Okay. So the scintillator the barge. was the barge, B- Bunny LaBarge. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Doug was Barge. Was it L. DeBarge? Right. Yeah, no, it's Doug Bunny. Doug barge. <laughs> barge. Anyway, there were 48 the searchlights barge, 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 on this barge. barge. <laughs> How many what nows? 48 searchlights on this barge with seven different colors. Uh-huh. And they would project against fo- the fog of the bay. Okay, that is kind of cool. Isn't that cool? So, I mean, this is 1915. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time ago. I mean, this is before. This is before. They had uh, smart people back then, too. This is before uh, uh, computers and uh, um, 
automatic can openers and um, um, cell phones. Swiffers. It was before <laughs> all of that. All right. So anyway, I thought that was pretty How cool. How can you live without a Swiffer? <laughs> I never said I did. And if there was, no, it happened to be no no fog, they would use steam locomotives to generate the fog out into the bay, and then they'd project against that. So what I was saying is, before when I was talking about Fantasmic, that's that's old hat. That's been around. By the time they did Fantasmic, it had been around for what 65, 70 years. Right. So, seventy five, and fifteen. I'll yeah, bet you the lady years. who spots the whales would have had a great seat for that show. Well. <laughs> If Disneyland opened in 55, that would only yeah. be 40 years. No, if because 15, Fantasmic didn't come around until 1990, so it's 75 uh, years. All right. So now there was also the Liberty Bell. Put you in your place, didn't you? <laughs> 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 so, could I have another? <laughs> okay, the Liberty Bell was there on display uh-huh. for people to see the crack in the Liberty Bell. Uh, Man, see you know what I'm saying? It's, the big draw was a canal... A crack in no, the bell. The, the big draw was the, and I can't remember, I think it was like Fun Center Working or Funland or something. No, they had they had rides. They had they had like dark rides and stuff. But mm. I'm just giving you a little bit of the overview of the, uh-huh. of, the, of the thing. Now, here's something you might like. Have you ever heard of Lincoln Beachy? No. Have you heard of Beechcraft Airplanes? Yes. All right. Lincoln Beachy was an acrobatic flyer. This, again, 1915. I'll bet you he had a Before mustache. Swiffers. He probably he, had one of those dastardly damn. He did not. He did not. He but, was a, he was a skinny guy. Yeah. He couldn't hold up. His neck wouldn't hold up the mustache. In my brain, when you said this guy was an acrobat from 1915, your microphone's a little high. I pictured there you go, a guy that was wearing like the old timey. Uh, he was wearing a silk trunks. white scarf, suspenders. Well, certainly everyone wore a silk white <laughs> scarf, then. but he had the, the like the suspenders, suspenders. Uh, swimsuits, and he had a handlebar mustache. <laughs> Well, sure, everyone did. Right and his there. hair was parted right here and yet greased back. <laughs> doing this. And he was doing this. He was. <laughs> I'll mash your potatoes. <laughs> now, what's cool, he, he did acrobatics. He also flew through. They had the mechanics. Oh, wait a civilian. second. You're, he, wasn't, he wasn't like an acrobat like at the circus. He no, was he, doing he was a pilot. in an airplane. He was a pilot. Beechcraft. Okay. Came from Lincoln Beach. Don't get mad about it. All right. All right. Here's the thing about it. They had a big, at the time, I'm trying to remember what the name of it there was. A, there was a pavilion they had. I'm guessing he died in a crash. Not only did he die in a crash. A fiery he, one. He died in a crash in the 1915 Panama Pacific International Exposition. Ooh. He was doing a show and he crashed at Chrissy Field. Exciting. Huh? Uh, there's something. Is uh, remain still there? So they got their money day? that day. <laughs> they then Henry Ford came out and said, everybody get back to work. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the name of the pavilion. <laughs> you don't make money he just flew. sitting around. Right. <laughs> They had, I think, it was the Mechanics Pavilion. It was the largest pavilion. It was the largest building in the in the world at the time. And I'm trying to think. They said they could fit every member of the armed forces in this building. That would probably be a bad idea. Though. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyway, he flew through it uh-huh. at one point. He flew an air. It was the first time an airplane was ever flown through a building. He was a barnstormer. He was a barnstormer. Yeah. Although, as barnstorming storming goes, <laughs> he wasn't a great barn, barnstormer. Barnstorming. The largest barn is the least impressive type of barnstorming. It was the Palace of Machinery, it was called, yes. So that's where they got I guess it would have been, if they had been a miniature. Uh, Right. (laughs) Well, if it had been a miniature, it would have been... It was It would have been enormous, but had its own weather system. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, here's the other interesting thing. 
after he crashed, they didn't say, okay, no more air shows. They're like, oh, we got to get another guy. They got, two, they got two brothers. More people came to see. The Probably If you could name the last name that of the brothers, the I'll give of you NASCAR, a, a right right brothers. Huh? The right brothers. Not the right brothers. The wrong brothers. That's exactly right. We see, I missed the thing. The kind of brothers. They replaced them with two brothers. The right Two brothers. fly airplanes. Yes. And can you guess their the last March. names? In 1916? What did he say? 1915. The Morrow. No, what did no, he no, say, and then you said getting close? I thought he Marks. said something else. I said oh, okay. Marks. Yeah, no, I Smith. thought he said I, By the way you asked the question, the I feel Marks? like I'm going to kick myself for not getting it once you tell us. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Um. <laughs> Grummond. You, yeah, it's... Um, Boeing. Keep going. That's it. Those are the only two people who built it. What about lines. Lockheed? Lockheed. Yeah, no, it's not, not Lockheed. Lockheed. Um, what's the other one? The BMW. Who's Skunk Works? Who does Skunk Works? That's Lockheed. Okay, who's the other one then? Bowie. McDonald Douglas. Oh no, McDonald Douglas. But there's no, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, those guys. Is we'll Lockheed going to work? We'll say the Lockheed brothers for now. Lockheed. Brothers. I can't remember who. Orville was. and Wilbur Lockheed. Lockheed. It was it was Leaky or Lockheed, but the Lockheed came from them. Or the name of the company that it really is came from a derivative of their last name. The, this is this is the type of education you get on an SK tour. Folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We start with a lie, it's kind then of forget like, it. <laughs> it's kind of like this then one we thing, twist but nothing it at all. <laughs> into something that sounds like a thing. <laughs> it's got something to do with, oh, with uh, uh, a famous suspense. building in San Francisco, right? No. Did I mention, by the way, that they raised $5 million just immediately after the earthquake for this fair? Well... Yeah, that seems San Francisco-y. Yeah. San Francisco will always have a party in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> they dressed up. Oh, the whole city burned down. Are we going to get to wear costumes? <laughs> Balloons. <laughs> yeah, but back then, they went. With, they, I guess they had to go in togas. They didn't have uh, any uh, Prohibition theme parties at the time <laughs> yet. So um, There was also the Tower of Jewels. Of course, that got stolen on the first day. <laughs> it had 102,000. It was a big tower. It had 102,000 little glass, different colored glass gems that actually I have a picture of what it would look like. It looked like a little, um, those things they hang from Christmas trees, a little ornament kind of thing. <laughs> and the different colors, and then the sun would shine against that. How tall was it? <laughs> the it sun was... would shine against that, blind the trick pilots <laughs> who would promptly crash into Chrissy Field. I'm trying to remember how tall Killing it was. Killing all of the Ford workers. I think it was probably like 15, 20 stories tall. It was oh. very, very So tall. it was a miniature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, but it was you know, it was one of those. It was, it's what Walt Disney would have called a weenie. It was a focal point right, of, right. Of, the, of the park. Um, and then at night, they would project lights on it yeah, it's to a, keep it. It's a visual focal point. Yeah, yeah visual focal point. Focal point. Focal point. Oh, a focal point. A visual focal point. Maybe we talk some more about the 1915 Panama Pacific International Exposition. Hey, if Babette doesn't show up, does this just go on forever? <laughs> Canals, man. Canals. We're here into the 23rd hour vigil of the PPBI. <laughs> it still won't show. Pie. There's pie. still no pie, but we're holding out hope. <laughs> Shantuan went to get pie 16 hours ago and he hasn't been back. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
okay, let me just say one more thing about the PPIE. This big thing that I've been hoping to do all year long that has come to nothing. Come to naught. Yeah, I was hoping to get pie. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. we have to deal with this. I was okay. Remember how we talked about the 1894 Midwinter Fair? We did. Yes. Oh, that was the one with the luge. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what happened was after the Midwinter Fair is getting torn down, they had a J- Japanese pavilion, wow. and a certain gentleman of Japanese descent. Went to McLaren, who was the guy of the uh, the guy who's head over the Golden Gate Park, and said, "Let me stay in the park, and I'll keep the garden going. I'll keep keep the whole thing going." Oh, is this where the uh, tea, the tea garden? The starts? Japanese tea garden was started that way, and that's where he invented the question mark. No, he invented fortune cookies. Really? Yeah, fortune cookies are no, Japanese. Wait, is this is this true? This is true. They're, it's a it's a he modified a Japanese rice sugar cake. And then did the folding, and he did that purposely because he was going to have the tea garden. He wanted to have cookies to go with the tea. So, yeah, and they still do that when you go to the tea yeah, garden. They give right. you the fortune cookies. That was invented by by Yakamoto, I, I believe. That's is very interesting because I always thought that that came from the period of time when the Japanese tea garden, for reasons of patriotism, I guess, during World War II, became the Chinese tea garden for a while. Do you remember that? Yes, because that's the thing. is That guy and his family stayed in the tea garden right up until the time they got put into an internment camp. So is that how come that like all over the U.S. now, Chinese fortune cookies are associated with Chinese food? Well, that's because Chinatown adopted it. And so not, you know, the Golden Gate fortune cookie and everything. So yeah, chop suey, that's not really Chinese. Fortune cookies... Uh, I believe uh, fire drills. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole, there's a story there too. There's a story oh, there that came the name because they used to have, the fire departments used to have contests and the, the the Chinatown fire department was always winning. They they had this thing where they had to pull the pull the engine, you know, because they used at that time it was with them. they have horses and they have the team pulling the team of, of firemen pulling it, and they, the guys from Chinatown always won. And that's where that term came from. Really? Yeah. Huh. I learned that at the. Uh, I learned that by making it up just now. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I learned that at the Chinese Heritage Museum down Joyce Alley uh, from the down Joyce. in the Cameron House. What I was trying to say before was there is very few things left over from the 1915 World's Fair. The Palace of Fine Arts is the only thing still standing in its original place. There were some buildings that got sold. And shipped out. There's a club down in uh, Belmont, Redwood City or Redwood Shores, that's still there from 1915. It was a building. They actually put it on a barge and just. Oh, I and, saw a picture of that. Yeah, and yeah, floated like, it yeah. down the bay, and then they. they re- so there's a lot of places around the Bay Area, like and even barges back then. They were they were into barges. Um, Scintillating. But and and over in in Sausalito, you know that little park right on the main drag in Sausalito. It's got those two big elephant yeah. planters. Those are from the 1915 World's Fair. The planters. Yeah, the planters are from the World's Fair. And the other thing, the other thing that is still in San Francisco from the World's Fair is the gate to the Japanese Tea Garden that came from the Japanese Pavilion at the World's Fair, nineteen fifteen. That's in the same spot it was all the way back. No, no, no. It got moved over to. That's cool. Yeah, and it also raises another question for another episode of the podcast. You could discuss the gate on Grant Street into Chinatown. Actually, I did. You haven't listened, have you? I discussed that uh, what three weeks ago. That just Uh, happened. Yeah, we did that. Just happened. That just happened. It just happened. So the other part of I was your brain keeping, was tuned. I wasn't out. even listening to myself. I was looking down the nostrils at the time, making sure there was no inbound pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we did the best we could. 
I was actually acting under protest because of the lack of pie. <laughs> yeah. You know, if we did the best we could, it wouldn't be lousy. My motto is That's aim for point. the curve. Anything above is great. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The whole purpose of this podcast yes. is for people who listen to actually buy the tour. Well, yeah. What you kind of I know he's coming off a little geez. a little bit of a hard sell. Buy yeah. the tour, folks. <laughs> I want I want them buy to the it. whole thing out. I, buy, also just I just get a leg. I send the link. Get a leg. I I send the link to people who have taken the tour. And in, in case you ever miss you know, if they miss They're how it was they can listen to the podcast and remember how and it was. Also visit San Francisco, take the tour, get in shape. Get a free chicken. And when you shop, in the just park. use the Amazon button on SK Morton's uh webpage. I'm gonna miss you, man. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, we're going to say goodnight. I left my heart in San Francisco. Okay, well, should I thank the listeners or apologize to them? I don't know. Man in the Six, hope you had an okay time. All right. Uh, to the rest of the throng, thank you very much, guys, for listening. And we're all sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, if you have any emails you want to send, send, uh, send them to skmortonpodcast at gmail. Uh, on the other hand, if you want to communicate in any other way, you can go to skmorton.com. There's other buttons where you can click and, and communicate with us. And also look through it. You know, look through skmorton.com. We've got the podcast. We've got stuff about the tours. we got blogs. we got all sorts of stuff. We have the petition for the Amnesty Pond, and uh, we, you can also get tickets at, at skmorton.com to come be at the show. That's right. Uh, also, let's remember the Amazon button, and please, if you enjoyed the show, didn't enjoy the show, kind of enjoyed the show, just learned about the show, tell people about it, because we're trying to get one thing, get Brian Bortano in a bomb shelter. Get him here. Yeah. Um, other than that, we, yeah, we want to thank everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to do one more show. Um, so we, I always ask you, Shantuan, should we do it again? I think we should. Okay, well, time. we're going to do one more show for the season. So for the rest of, for until that time, you should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco, your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Chickens, Yeah, man. the starfish are disintegrating. Uh, want some gum? Uh, okay. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> I don't think you're stinky. You could tell me if I'm stinky. I, I, I don't think you're stinky. He's a little stinky.